All right, friends, you're tuning into the Zig at the Gig podcast presenting Negative Space Station, where we take the sights and sounds of Cleveland and give a voice to it. Today we got Robin Blake. Robin. Hey. Robin Blake. Hi, I'm joined with my co-host, Isaiah, Izzy, Dizzy, McGizzy, Quizzy, Izzy Fizzy, Izzy J. Izzy J. Izzy J. <laughs> yeah. this is, this is, we got to get more radio morning yeah. friendly names. Yeah. Like, I'll just go by... Dave and you can yeah. be like Izzy Jane. It could be like the, the Ziggy and Izzy show. <laughs> yeah, the Ziggy and Izzy show. Okay, well that's got a ring to it. Yeah, little, let's let's put a pin in that. We'll work with it. Anyway, yeah. Robin, how you doing? I'm great. Cool, cool. Feeling positive. How are you guys? Doing good. I'm doing good. It's I've a, been waiting a long time for this actually. Yeah, yeah. We've been because uh, we tried to get the podcast going before with you and everyone else on the uh, on the bill for the 21st uh, last week because we tried to do them the week after the last showcase so we got okay. to put them out each up into it and mm-hmm. like give everyone enough time to like get it edited and whatever so everyone can like hear it and like um, when we were trying to do the acoustic video too and that took that that took that takes some time to get it going mm-hmm. but that's kind of in the in the so in the burner right yeah. now Word. but anyway yeah good anyway, sound yeah. pause good sound pause you're looking at me like I was supposed to say something no so the Robin Blake sound experiment. Yes, experiment. Yes. Experiment, dude. Okay, experiment. so last time uh, we were talking the Trino leaves, yeah. and like I said, experience because it is uh-huh. an experience. Yeah. And I was like, Thank I you. think it's experiment. Like, and then there was a there was a, in that interview there was a yeah. there was a, like a four minute discussion. Not really. It's probably like a minute of us being like, wait. Are we experimenting? <laughs> or are we experiencing? We're experimenting. <laughs> We're experimenting. A lot of people call it the sound experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of just let them have it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like with Maggie with the it's bears and the bees, what people mm-hmm. call it birds and the bees. Yeah. You're like, that's not my fight. I'm going to let it go. They booked us anyway. Okay. <laughs> but you're talking about me. That's a good name, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. name, the, uh, the Robin Blake sound experiment. It's, yeah. it's, it's really good. Cause Thank you. Because that's what it is. It's, you know, it's... Okay, well, let me actually tell you where the name came from really okay. quick. Uh, my senior recital when I graduated from CSU, go Vikes. Um, <laughs> yeah, the best, <laughs> the best baseball team around. Yeah, you know, <laughs> football team's killer, too. Yeah, very killer. Um, I had to, you know, think of a title for my recital. Yeah. So I titled it The Sound Experiment because we were, I was writing a paper on hip hop. Uh, as an extension of the jazz legacy. So I was, you know, we're just going to experiment with like these genres and kind of play with it. And so I remembered that name. So when I was trying to come up with the name for this group, I was like, oh, you know, like we'll just keep that. It's like mostly the same people. Yeah. Um, yeah we'll just keep that going. That's a feat to get a college group to like stick together. Because like, you got Joe Wrangle in your band. Like yeah. any band with Joe Wrangle in, I'm like <laughs> automatically a fan of like, I joined hip to that because I was a fan <laughs> of Joe Wrangle. I just want oh, to be yeah. around Joe and watch him. Like I want to just learn from fucking being around you. Oh my God, yeah. Oh, Joe, Shout Joe, out to Joe. Oh, Shout out to Joe. Like, He's if we yeah. just extremely make this talented. Joe Wrangle, yeah. I'm totally cool with that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I know a lot of things no. about Joe. No, yeah, Joe is a cornerstone for me, for Very sure. Good. And yeah. we've been, you know, we've been in this since we were both like starting out at yeah. CSU, so. Um, so that would, but I mean, to get a group like that to stick together and go do bills like, not at like where are you going with this mic? Not like at like a <laughs> like at a bar or something because a lot of jazz groups like hip to that. Let's say like okay, we're getting paid. Library I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, a library, a lot of <laughs> yeah, library, a lot gigs. of libraries. But to get a group like that to stick through, 
everyone had to be feeling what you were feeling when you came up with it, like or yeah. when you uh, initiated it. You know, I don't. I still don't understand to this day, <laughs> like why these people like flock around what I'm trying to do and like stick with it and like play and like. Yeah. I'm I'm so humbled and I'm so blessed by it, you know, because I feel like what I'm doing. Is, is genuine, you yeah. know, if nothing else. And it really warms my heart that, like, yeah. these people that I've known are like, yeah, I'm, like, you know, getting what you're laying down. Like, I'm feeling <laughs> it. You know, it feels good uh, to make quality music with quality people. That's, like, what it's all about. So, okay, when you got this, that now it's changed a little bit because you got Joe playing saxophone with you as well. Joe, yes. what's Joe's Joe name? Cardos. Joe, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to try to say it because I would say it wrong. <laughs> but, okay, he's kind of new to the group, right? He's, yeah, he's our newest member. So I knew Joe when I was at CSU. Yeah. We were in, you know, the saxophone department, and we yeah. were always cool, this and that. And he hit me up not too long ago, and he was like, hey, man, I'm about to graduate. I'm trying to get out in the world. I yeah. hope I'm not putting Joe's business out on Front Street. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's not like I don't, that's, that's, I don't think that's, it's a secret. I think it's a, we all get to that point. Like yeah. I remember Bob Fraser when I was like uh, going through. He's like, so what are you gonna do when you're done here? He's like, mm-hmm. you gotta start thinking about that. And like you know, <laughs> I think some, it's a good thing to think about when you're going through yeah. a music college or any type of school because you don't because your yeah. whole thing's like get out. You know yeah, what I mean? like, yeah, you know, not fail. Mm-hmm. And like. <laughs> The juries. Yeah, the juries. Juries. <laughs> Fucking juries. So another thing I wanted to, I wanted to bring up. You told me this a long time ago, and mm-hmm. it kind of blew my mind. Now with let's go all the way back. Okay. Was saxophone like your main thing when you started music? No. So I started on the violin in the second grade. Oh, that was shit. my yeah. That was my first yeah. instrument, and I really didn't know how to read music. Like I was learning yeah. it, but you know I was eight years old. Yeah. Um and. People noticed that I had, I guess, musical talent. I was sitting at a piano, and I was playing Karma by Alicia Keys. (laughs) Just like, I didn't know shit about notes or piano. I was just like these keys make these sounds and these sounds correspond and I get that and my teacher was like oh my god like you have to stick with music because you can like you know do this and my orchestra ended up actually playing it she arranged it for us because she had never heard the song yeah that's awesome Um, and so I was playing violin and they switched me to bass because I was the only one who was big enough to actually handle the fretboard yeah Um, but I loved it I stuck with it and then I dropped out of music for a couple years in middle school so how old were you when you were doing that again? Eight? Eight. I started, yeah, when I was eight. Okay, so no eight-year-old sticks to anything for, (laughs) you know, more than a year. Yeah, you know, and I (laughs) went all the way till I was, like, 14... Pretty okay. much. So then you I, uh, took some years off. Took some years off. And then in marching band, all my friends were in band, and they were like, hey, you should, like, join band because we need someone, you know, come play. And I was like, that sounds like a hoot. And she was like, here's a saxophone. It's easy. And I was like, cool. Like, you know, yeah, making noises, you know. And Was yeah. it easy? Was it an easy transition from, like, bass no, okay. I, I was basically starting at zero. I didn't yeah. really know how to read music anyway. It was in treble clef, which was yeah. a whole different, you know, thing. Amazing. I didn't know anything about transpositions. Or, you know, yeah. I just, they just handed me something and I was just making it work, playing by ear. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so you went all the way through March Man without being able to really read music. Yeah, right? I couldn't really read music until the end of my senior year of high school, and that was just really identifying notes and rhythms on, like, a yeah. basic level. You know, I didn't understand key signatures too much. I just yeah. knew, like, if the flat is on that line, every note on that line. Has know. to be that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, unless mm-hmm. it's got that other thing, then it means that thing. 
Yeah. It takes okay, a so while. When, how was it going into CSU? Did you have to audition? Did you get in? Yes, I auditioned. Okay. I got in on my first try. I actually passed the musicianship exam nice. 100%. Without and I had, being able to yeah, read. Yeah, without being able to read music. I had never like sight read. I just like looked at the intervals and like I was just kind of like, well, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. she's like, you nailed it. I was like, whatever. Like, yeah. And the theory exam, yeah. I passed with like a 90 with a lot of guessing. Like alto yeah. clap, I was like, hmm, maybe the middle line is middle C because it's in between treble and bass. Makes sense. Yeah. Just yeah, like that. You I know, some educated guesses. You know, using public school skills, educated yeah, guesses, process yeah, yeah. <laughs> elimination. But like, I knew enough that I, you know, could kind of fake my way through it. And uh, but okay, so that blew my mind because like when I first met you, you were telling me like, oh yeah, I did. I mean, most horn players like they uh, they 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 can read like uh, guitar players would come in and the book they would be reading would be like uh, spot can run. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> I did it! I did it to the metronome! Did you hear it? Yeah. Both notes! And I waited on that half note, yeah! And then, like, Spot every horn right. player comes in, like, reading, like... Cuckoo Bear. Uh, uh, what's it? The, 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 Kant, you know what I mean? Some, yeah. like, deep philosophy, <laughs> you know? like, some fucking heavy-ass... <laughs> just fucking nailing... Oh, like, well, the concept here is clearly illustrated with the last one. But, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like horn players come in, like, knowing how to read. So when... I met you, you figured it out, you figured it out at that mm-hmm, point, you were telling mm-hmm. me like, oh, I talked to John, uh, 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 Perrine, yeah. and like, um, kind of gave me some pointers, and you were doing what you were doing, and we were playing in like combo, and like, you're mm-hmm. reading the charts, and you're nailing it, and I'm like, it's possible, I can do it, <laughs> so to me, it was like, if Robin can learn it from, learn how to read from his first year, and be killing it now, I can become adequate as a guitar player that can barely read, <laughs> and like... It was, just, but to me that was so inspiring because like, oh, that's not you. usually how that happens for horn players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was that process like? I remember you talked to Perrine about it. Yeah, and like, um, did he call you out? Was he like, dude? Yeah, no, he totally called me out. So it was my first lesson in college, um, and we were like talking about stuff, and I was like playing whatever he was asking me to play, and then he was like, "All right, play a G scale," and yeah. I was like, "So what is that?" And he was like, <laughs> "Are you serious?" And I was like. Yeah, like, aren't you supposed to teach me these things? <laughs> and I didn't realize yeah. that a lot of people in high school... Now, don't get me wrong. Euclid High School, our arts yeah. program was the shit. Yeah. It was fabulous. Well, we did musicals. Doing shit from eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you eight. know? Like, we had the arts, but we didn't really talk too much about theory. That was like, yeah. oh, go get private lessons on your own time. Yeah. You know? I was like, I'm going to rent a flute and an oboe and go to my friend's house, and we're going to, like, make noise for two yeah. hours. Like, I don't have time to learn how to read this. Um, so yeah, I just, he was like, what is that? So he was like, okay, gave me a basic scale book, told me yeah. have all your major scales learned by next week's lesson. So, you know, got in the practice room. I lived on yeah. campus, a shed. I just shed, I just shed the scales. I just played them, did it, you know, the old fashioned way. Yeah. Came back, was kind of a mess. He was like, all right, now we're going to talk about like minor scales. And I was in theory. Yeah. So this was all kind of happening at the same time. And I think that was really good for me because I could immediately apply it to the horn. Gotcha. So mm. you're, you're learning where, what's going on and how to do it. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. cool. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. Was it? That's... It's weird that, like, that, you know what I mean, like, that can happen. But, like, I totally agree with the statement that you're at school. You should be learning that. I, yeah. There's some people that go in there knowing everything that they're going to learn. Mm-hmm. Why you, why you, Why'd you go to school? school? Yeah, yeah, just go out and yeah. do it. Book mm-hmm. some gigs. Yeah, you Go know? somewhere and, like, be like, oh, I could totally do that. You're there to learn. learn right. And, and like, you know, you mentioned booking gigs when I was a freshman. You know, I booked my first gig. It was October, my freshman year. Yeah. 
on East 4th playing with a brass band yeah. just because I spoke to the right person in the hallway one what, day. What venue? What was um, I'm like 4th? literally just standing on East 4th. Oh, okay. Like, um, it was Trombone Shorty was here. Oh, cool. And we were like promoting that concert. I got to go and like meet him and all that really? stuff. Yeah. How cool. was it? Wow, it was cool. cool. It was like a normal he seems human. Like a cool guy. Yeah, he's like a chill guy. Yeah. He's so good though. Yeah, I know. Like, you know. Kills. But it's that Nolan's jazz. He's been doing it since he was four. Yeah. You know? Wow. So like what are we mere you know mortals? Just, yeah, we're just like the <laughs> Cleveland guys. Yeah. yeah you know, we have horns like, too. Right, like we could play scales. <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah, my, I want to get my G. <laughs> like I got it now. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I got it now. You know, three <laughs> octaves. Let's do it. <laughs> 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 that was that was my uh, first gig, and I think it's really important that people do gigs while they're in school because there's a lot of cats, you know, at CSU who were just like at school, yeah, and then we'd be like, it. all right, we got to go to rehearsal, and like we have like a show at this bar, like at Illyria or whatever, yeah. you know, like and they're Dan like Dan, Steve, two guys that oh man, are they still playing with you? Steve okay, Steve doesn't play trumpet anymore. What? He joined the Coast Guard. Shout out to Steve and Katie for getting Steve. married. Um, you know, he doesn't... Maybe he plays now. We haven't really talked since yeah. he like went through all that. Mm-hmm. But he quit the trumpet. He put it down. Dan, I haven't really seen either. Okay. But we were we were the squad. Yeah, no, th- Steve and Dan, like I had them come record C-level stuff with me. And mm. they just came in and they... They can play off each other by just like, no, it should be, and then just harmonize it, and they can just come up with hits and lines, and like, mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, like, I want to get on that level. They, yeah, they, <laughs> those guys were such a duo, man. They can like do no wrong, and they like, they, they're the only group I've ever seen like of people, of musicians, be able just to communicate like that with just being like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For our listeners, I did that look. The, you know the look. The look. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I love the look. Sometimes it, it doesn't translate. It go on the on East Fourth, how'd the gig go? Oh, it was great. I yeah. was playing tuba parts on Barry Sax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is Barry your main? Is that I what would you say would so. Do? Okay. That's the one like I would prefer to play, but I understand sometimes you got to pull out a tenor. Yeah. Or, like you know whatever. But I also play flute. Um, I'm like learning keys, you know, I play yeah. keys with the sound experiment here and yeah. there. I got some questions about that. So okay. Okay. And, um, I sing, that's probably my secondary to saxophone is vocals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I would say so. That kind of makes sense coming from like, I was talking to Steve about it actually. Like when you're playing, uh, a horn instrument, you got to breathe the same way you would for singing. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I was taking vocal lessons with, uh, Gabriella. Yes. And she, and she's like, who's a student of my vocal teacher, Miss Chesco. Oh, really? Yes. Whoa, yeah. Crazy. Ooh, Small okay. world. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And like, I was, I think I just got out of a lesson. I was talking to Steve about it. He's like, yeah, man, we do the same thing. I'm like, mind blown. Mind blown. What? That makes so much sense. So, okay. So, mm-hmm. are we getting some uh, some vocal tracks here in the near future? For um, I am going to probably sing on some some background tracks when awesome. we uh, get in the studio and get recording. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of let LaVon, Hickey well, Hun, you, take it right now. And you got LaVon. Uh, yeah, you know. You even LaVon's like, like your... Dude, that guy is so much truck horsepower. Like, you know, yeah, he's, he's the engine of yeah. the, the Jeep, you know. <laughs> he's got How do you, how do you know LaVon? CSU? Um, yeah, yeah, basically, he actually walked up to me, the literal story of how we met is he walked up to me after a choir concert, and he was like, I love you, but I'm intimidated by you, but you're the only other black people here. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, we're friends, like, hell yeah. Like, okay, what was he <laughs> intimidated about, just... 
he, me friend? and my, uh, me and Mary Francis, he just, we were like the upperclassmen, like we were the only uh, two other black people okay. at the school, and we were okay. like, you know, successful, like in all the ensembles, like yeah. good students, yeah. you know. So yeah. he was just like, oh, like I want to be you, but you guys maybe you have like off-putting this. aura. <laughs> no, that's yeah. But sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. So he was saying you guys were just. The guys, the guys. Yeah, I mean, we were just tired and like didn't want to be bothered. That was the aura, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like, oh, like give me the chart, <laughs> you know. Give me the chart. Gotta go to bio, you know. Uh, yeah. Did you have to do a lot of core? Yeah, I had to mm. do all the core stuff. Mm. <sighs> I knocked out all that before. Yeah, I, I should have should have did that. I was there, I was just doing what you saw me doing, going crazy. <laughs> as we all were. Yeah, yeah. As we all were. So, so, okay, now the sound experiment, I wanted to bring up how much of an experiment it is. Mm-hmm. Because, so it was already kind of that, what you called it, because you were working with these guys at CSU, mm-hmm. and somehow they all were like, we fucking love what you're doing. And like, and now a lot of those your compositions or your renditions, right? Um, everything is either my composition, my arrangement, or my interpretation. Okay. Um, so we don't really, we don't really do covers that often. If we do a cover, I like to just do it once and be like, yeah. we did it. We know how to play that. That was that night. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, the only cover that we do regularly is Stakes is High by De La Soul yeah. because that's less of a cover. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, like right. the melody. Yeah, the jam. Um, we do one of LeBron's original tunes that he wrote that he sort of gave to me and allowed me to shape it okay. but I'm working with LeVon on his personal like solo nice. album so it's kind of like that exchange of like oh I really like this song so we're yeah. playing one let's do that one yeah like, let's do that one you now, know at the last show uh, at Creation which was your first festival really yeah and like did you guys was that one of them he did like a third song was that yeah his? it was like the middle of the ballad in the middle okay. where I played the ah, solo yeah. on it yeah yeah man. Joe yeah, was like losing it when that. you were playing that yeah. saxophone Joe when you were doing your Barry mm-hmm. solo he was like <laughs> like, man, dude, you did such a good job with that festival. Thank you. Like, that means a lot. I've heard it I was a success at, from other people. Yeah, I was looking at the bill, and like, just as someone who puts together bills, I'm like, there's a lot of X. I don't know how that's going to When go. I see, you know yeah, I mean? when I when I see, the, you, but you you put together good a good bill though. Yeah, yeah. All, all the bill, all and the that's acts what's are amazing. Like, yeah. you had mm-hmm. Costa, and then you had Alyssa Boyd, and like, mm-hmm. um. But just like the, the sheer number was kind of like, okay, how's that gonna pan out? And like <laughs> everything there went so smooth. Yes. And every, the audience was so respectful to everyone playing. Yeah. They all listened and like in the, the, the double layer, the double tier thing with the mm-hmm. DJs going on up the stairs and mm-hmm. like it was such a cool, cool like how everything worked and like no one was like, no one was getting too fucked up or making problems. Yeah, and, like, you know. It's not that that would be the crowd that would, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. And you guys did good, right? For the LGBT Yeah, yeah we pulled in over $400 in donations and whatnot for the oh, community. Yeah. Um, and the artists good. Good too. Oh my god, the artists! Yeah, shout out to all of them from Creation. Good. Dude, I lost my shit when I saw Mister. I haven't seen him since oh, that man. one. So I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Like, he, he was very helpful uh, yeah. in setting up the thing. Are you doing anything with him musically? Um, he's going to sing with my group. Probably going to have him yes. like on the EP, just nice. like as a voice. Um, but whenever he's ready to start doing solo stuff, I'm on his list. I know okay. that. Yeah. Cool, so I'm just like waiting to be called. He was like, when he came in the combo at CSU, I was like, holy fuck, this guy is great. And, like, <laughs> and then we were, me and Cassie were walking around checking out all the art at the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mm, this mic here. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm fucking up this mic though. And I'm trying like to not touch my mic. No, like, and um, <laughs> something came out. One of the who is the DJ downstairs in between us? Um, DJ Cadence. D- D- DJ Cadence. DJ Cadence was killing it. Yeah, running the sound and everything, mm-hmm. like double dipping and keep the music going. But Hell yeah! She was doing some mix and like a, a um, there was a I can't remember. I think it was Marvin Gaye or something. And then me and Cassie are walking around and she's like, "Here's Mister Sing," just along with. Along with the record, and it's like, did you hear that guy? I'm like, oh shit, it's Missa! And I just like got so excited because I haven't seen him in so long. But that that creation was fucking impeccable, man. That was a great oh, turnout. You. And are yeah. you gonna? Is there more in the future? Yes, we're trying to do it quarterly. quarterly? So I'm planning the next one for okay. February or March. Nice. Um, you know, you're welcome back Please. if you'd like to Please. come back. You know, I'm I trying to do it a little it, bigger, a little better. Um, a little longer, you yeah. know, maybe like a seven to one affair, you know, like really yeah. do a fest style thing. Yeah, nah, I want to do it. The, as somebody told me the best compliment I got at the end of the night was, first of all, this was better than Ingenuity Fest. No, Bob, no, no shade, Bob no Bob. shade. <laughs> um, but they were just like, damn, this reminds me of like the Ingenuity Fest of old when it was like under the bridge or like, you yeah. know, Man. at the docks. Did you go to the one under the bridge? Oh, yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. That one was so that was cool. So good. That was the first Ingenuity I went to. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah, same. I, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Mine was blown. And you're just like, this is the coolest thing. Cleveland is so cool. We okay, so yeah. Many you got bridge yes. festivals. Okay. And then after that, you're like, oh, it's a uh, dock. It's at the dock. And then it was like, oh. Okay. Now where it's at's really cool. As far yeah, as no. Like, yeah, I really like that cool. location. But the the compliment I got was that we need to see more stuff like this in Cleveland. This is like the Cleveland vibe. And I was like, good. Like that's because that's what I envisioned. You know, what I saw came into fruition. And that's all I can ask for through the efforts of everyone involved. That was cool. And no one was sweating. You know what I mean? Like there was was some like electronic, like when I was plugging in, like the floor shocked and like something went out. (laughs) And then they were like, oh, just don't plug into that one. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. But like, but everyone was so, it was cool as cucumbers. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, like there's, I don't know, at festivals and stuff, there's always like, fuck, I gotta do the thing. Yeah. But every, it was, every, the vibe was so cool. And like, I remember, I agree with that statement a hundred percent. Cause like, initially I had, my brother had this thing and I was like, ah, I'll stick around for Costa and then maybe bounce. But then you guys started playing and I was like. This is so cool. I can't, I can't, <laughs> fuck, fuck that. I'm not going to that. I'm watching this whole set. And like, everything about, I was just, that was like, part, like, as someone who does a lot of stuff in Cleveland, I was like, super proud to be a part and there for it. Thank so you. like, you oh. gotta keep doing that shit, yes. my friend. Yeah, definitely. Do you, mm-hmm. do you want to make this like an, like an annual thing? Quarterly. Quarterly? Quarterly. Quarterly. Every couple good. of months. You That'd can always good. do one here. Can, yeah. Not I was, you know, you I can, was gonna bring that up. Yeah. yeah. All right, you well, can definitely. Whatever day you want to do it. We'll talk. You want to go tomorrow? I'll open the door. Tomorrow? Okay, I know where the key's up. at. <laughs> tomorrow, think, tomorrow, be I, there. Yeah, because I think it's a, it's, that is something that could, you could brand almost, because that's like a, like what, I've heard nothing but positive reactions from this, from people, because I told people, I'm like, man, I wish I would have went, everybody talked about it, and I heard nothing but good and things you, about it. Because oh, you man. came right from the show, right after, oh, and James's band played too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Constant Source band. Constant Source, yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, during that set, you uh you said we took this song and we thought about all the shit that's going on and we came up with this song. Or, or yeah. During, or before we play, uh, started jamming. Uh, yeah, Levon. Uh, okay. Just gave it a little speech. Right? Okay. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you guys just jammed on this idea of all this shitty shit happening. Yes. And like, so what I wanted to bring up with how much of an experiment is that when you guys hang out when you do rehearse? Mm-hmm. 
which how often is it? Because like with a group like that, that can't be easy to get together for a rehearsal. Those yeah, are our guys that like, where's the charts? Let's do the gig. You know what I mean? We try to do weekly. Yeah. Um, if nice. we have like gigs coming up, like we've taken some time off since yeah. you know the event. Um, but we try you, to do weekly. Where do you jam? Uh, we were jamming at CSU, but then we kind of got yelled Get at. That, yeah, like, you, you graduated! Well, not <laughs> even that. It's because we rehearsed late at night on uh, Tuesday. So they're okay. like, you can't uh, be here after 10. And we're like, we start at 10. <laughs> so I'm like working on getting a studio somewhere. It's nice. coming. It's all coming. Cool, man. Yeah. But, um, so like how much of a, how much of that, of rehearsal is just like, um, cool and just jam just on the idea of stuff that's cool right? uh 50 50 you yeah. know i have the chart we have the form we have the chords it's like yeah. very written very organized on that degree so we're not like oh what are we at or like what's the yeah. repeat like i just i don't want to deal with any of that shit yeah. like these are all good musicians yeah. you know like here's the song yeah and then together we kind of like we jam over the chords and then it's sort of collaborative from there someone's like okay. oh we should add a repeat here that's or, good yeah you know because they put their boots on and they know what they're stepping into mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. you, if you can have a, a band like that that we're like you guys kind of understand the concept of, of everybody you know mm-hmm. and you and you, it kind of all falls together it's just like a it's like a domino effect you know yeah. everything just in a good way and we all know each other together. yeah you know yeah. each other that's mm-hmm. the thing because there's i know bands that some people just don't know anything about being in a band you know anything yeah. about mm-hmm. like you know doing things together and and you know a lot of that stuff and, and a lot of people don't know it, and the other people are like wow you yeah. know this you know this guy's slowing us down or this girl's slowing us down mm. but that's a good thing that you all you guys i'm saying like you know it's all you guys are coordinated together and yes understand each who's other. a who's your guys's main drummer is tim um, simple in a lot or uh, is that... actually as of the other day tim has bowed out of the experiment uh, so our main drummer is now dominic okay like, he's full-time. killing man. he's he's great. good Dude, well, i got some video playing. on my phone yeah. of him playing i'm like he's very smooth and very precise with things yeah mm-hmm. and like, it's like i'm like man he makes it look like he's and when he's not even playing when he's not even playing the drums like when tim and him were switching mm-hmm. which in like any other band that's not like a school like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. oh i'm playing the students weird situation yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he was playing these bongos yes. up front and man what he was laying down was so fucking good like oh you guys got a good that's drummer that's what I loved yeah no I loved having two drummers because they each brought something different to the table that yeah. complemented what the other one had and you Tim's know? great too I don't want to yeah no Tim play. is delightful He's you know puts he, down, he'll be man. missed and he'll, he'll play with us still he's still yeah. part of the collective Gotcha. Yeah. How many people are in the collective, would you say? Like, if you could give us a number. If I brought in everybody who knew or will know the charts, we I'd say up to 12. But 12? generally, we perform with eight or nine. Okay, which is a big ensemble already. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and also at that show, you played Keys, which apparently yes. you've been doing for a while. But that was the first mm-hmm. time I saw you do that. Now, when you're writing, when you're or coming up with the charts, mm-hmm. how often does it come from a sax melody or how often does it come with a progression through the keys? It's mostly keys. Yeah. I, yeah, I prefer to okay. work with keys when I'm writing. Saxophone is secondary when I'm creating a chart because gotcha. I'm like, well, whatever I'm playing, the other horns are probably playing or harmonizing. So I don't need to like play it. I can hear it. I just need the notes. Gotcha. You know, when I'm writing the chart, I'm just focused on what are, what are we looking at here? Because as I'm writing the charts on Sibelius, you know, it plays it for me i can like edit it loop it this and that so i already know what it's gonna sound like um as far as what you're gonna do horn wise yeah okay i just need it to look like that because if they play (laughs) it and it's wrong it's not their fault they just read what i wrote yeah (laughs) you know right when you're working with a crew like that it's totally they did it right no we did it right like we did it right you wrote (laughs) like like, (laughs) the chart 100 (laughs) percent. that's cool man so how long when you uh Okay, you bounce from violin 
Mm-hmm. Two keys that or bass thing keys uh, or was um, keys I went from violin to bass and then I took that break and then just saxophone yeah and then I messed with all the other woodwinds when I was in school because we could like rent them out you yeah know, for and no reason. you have to do that to some degree right like, yeah when I got to, to like, college they were like you have to double and I was like oh thank oh, God I like neat. know how to wow. play flute you yeah. know or like I can read clarinet music clarinet. you know like That's nothing stellar but I can do it you play Is, clarinet. Yeah, from uh, si- from fifth grade all the way to Sorry. ninth grade. You play so, clarinet. Yeah, I play clarinet. Right. Yeah. Aww, so that's I wanted adorable. I wanted to know <laughs> I wanted to know something though, because mm-hmm. I do want to um, you know I, I I want to play the sax mm-hmm. and really kind of not perfect it but you know get kind of almost to your level. No one ever perfects. But, uh, yeah, know. I just is it is it almost the same because I know you know they're A similar system. Okay. Um, the fingerings in like the upper partial of the clarinet right. are the same as the saxophone, but clarinets have a register key, which means like your lower fingerings lower are different. They're like a sixth apart or something like huh, that. Right. But saxophones have an octave key. So if I'm fingering an E and I hit the octave key, I'm going to get an E in the next octave. octave. But if I'm fingering okay. a C on the clarinet and I hit the register key, it's going to become a G in the next, next octave. Oh, okay. You know, because they yeah. have like fingerings in between that saxophones don't have because they have more keys, you know. Okay. But so, reading note reading the the um like the scales and the notes it's almost the it's almost the same. Oh, it's the same. It's the the, same. No, the mm-hmm. music's universal. Okay. Like a G on paper is a G. They both read yeah. treble clef. Yeah. Um, they're both transposing instruments, which means you're not what you what you sound is not like what you are looking at. Okay. But that's a whole like music theory discussion. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely taking a music theory class. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna let you know that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna I'm, I I want to take you know the understand the theory because mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's going to better perfect my you know my specialty because I want to really drown in doing um, like film you know composing mm-hmm. and, and soundtrack scores mm-hmm. and stuff like that but I really think music therapy their music theory <laughs> music <laughs> theory will theory. like it'll really uh, it'll, it'll really <laughs> like base the foundation you know oh, for sure really it's 100 it, it should be taught in schools it yeah, should be part I, of the core curriculum know. I, that's what I, I my old high school you know that we're, our mar- marching band's extreme, like, we're really, really good. Yeah. But we don't have a good music program in the school. That's just a marching band, you know what I'm saying? I think it should be, like, like fourth period should be, like, a somewhat kind of like a theory of music, you know, mm. to under to teach these kids these things. Because yeah. It's it, hard. It, the like, thing is, is, is like, it's, like, this is, like, a therapy, you know? Yeah. And I think if schools, you know, like, high schools, you know, had the the classes of like music theory and teaching these kids and and letting them get the chance to let themselves experience on these instruments and you know get them to learn these instruments yeah. and they sound really good it'll make them feel good about themselves oh for sure definitely you know so it'll give them like a positive feeling because a lot of these you know kids in school there's like a lot of depression and there's yes. a bunch of suicide mm-hmm. stuff like that and it's and a lot of it is because there's no like not much attention Yes. Yes. Not just at home, but there's not enough stuff in the school because mm-hmm. that's where the kids are spending most of their time is at school. Yeah. You know, and I think they really, uh, music, really, like, music theory should be impacted in, like, every school. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. The next like, Beethoven could be right on, you know, East 55th. Probably is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably is. Probably is. And, like, I, uh, it's hard as someone who teaches kids theory. It's hard <laughs> to teach them theory. Oh, unless you, me, I know. Unless that, you that get ODA them. Class, yeah. That ODA class is, you know, not teaching them theory, but just to, be, like, the to whole have idea a is kid's mind. Yeah, yeah. To keep the kids, because 
every kid's mind their their attention span short. You know, mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. I got kids of my own, but, and their attention span <laughs> their attention span is like like I can but, tell them something in five seconds, and then you know yeah. they're they're bored with it. But you know, it's 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 tough. But it's like you constantly working with them and just drilling it into the kids. You know, yes. Music that uh, it's just I it's, think it's, it's just it should be a necessity. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely important. Mm-hmm. Um, but when okay, let's kind of rewind Sorry. it back. No, I totally I'm I'm with you on that. Alejandro, Prezeno. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's the way I'm gonna say it from now on. Alejandro. 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 <laughs> but when you're going in and you're composing stuff on on keys, now are you coming up with like, or not? Are you coming up with when you initially is it like a spark of like, do you hear a progression pull out? Like, uh, or do you hear just kind of like a vamp? Because, like, oh, you guys man. can vamp out and, like, yeah. really make it sound incredible. Oh. And, like, to have a good vamp and, like, just getting a, gro- a pocket, essentially, what I'm trying to say, is, like, is quintessential to, like, I think some of the experimenting. That, that's a ground form for the experimenting to happen with you guys. I would say it's or, also 50 50 there. Because sometimes I'll hear just, like, a chord progression. Yeah. And then I'll just be like, okay, well, I want it in this style. Okay. And then when I present the chart to them, they just kind of play it, and I'm kind of like, yes or no. Okay. You know, usually like, yes. Like, this, yeah, that's well. fine. <laughs> you know. What's some, um, of the, what's some of the styles you dig? Who's like, we didn't, I want to ask you, like, who's your guys, musician-wise? Oh, man, it's so sporadic. Um, that, which is, would make so much sense <laughs> for what you do. Like, violin, piano, saxophone, you're going to have to be like... Mozart's neat you know what I mean in (laughs) some degree yeah um, I'm inspired by a lot of things but Primarily, I would say Bad Bad Not Good is a band yeah. that really touches me. Did you see me. them when they played at Mahal's? I did. Nice. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. And the good. Tiny Desk and yeah. everything they touch. Yeah. Um, They literally represent sort of like where I come from and kind of what I want to do. They were doing like hip hop and video game covers. You yeah. Know? And they got just like seen by all the right people. Yeah. And like I'm inspired by hip hop music, video game music, anime, anything Japanese, you know. Nice. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know your anime guy oh huge let's put a pin in that before we wrap this up all right Mm -hmm. so bad bad not good yeah bad bad not good uh jill scott okay vocalist wise you know fantastic uh new jabez who's a japanese dj yeah um he did the soundtrack for samurai shampoo okay um all right worked a little bit on cowboy bebop great Um, show great soundtrack he inspired me majorly to get into music because he's a multi-instrumentalist and a dj so he would make his own beats and then he would play on them and then when he would perform live he would dj his own music and he would play the horn parts on top of it and he would scratch and he would do it all damn you know he's doing like a a uncle normally yeah Yeah, that's awesome that just that inspired me to just see what you could do when you combine electronics with acoustic instruments there's definitely, I think there's a, there's like two camps. Some people put their flag in like, this is a guitar. I do it all. And, you know, some people like dad, you know, like have electronic stuff and not too many people put them together. But when you do, you get something really cool yeah. in the, yeah. in the oh, age yeah. that we are now. Yes. Half oh, and half. Bonobo is a musician who does yeah. that flawlessly for me. Yeah. He was at the house of blues. I saw him. He started off just as a house producer. Yeah. And then his arrangements got more complex. He started using more live instruments and he was like, Oh, you know, man, when I play live, I got to get a band. Yeah. So <laughs> my, my understanding of this is that he learned how to play bass so he could play the bass parts for all of his tunes. And he goes with like a 12 piece band. 
end. Yeah. And like yeah. plays these electronic charts, but he has the whole the whole crew, the drums, the horns, all the yeah. parts are physically represented. Wow. Damn. And that's what I'm about. Like, would you, know, you ever consider doing that if like you didn't have this ensemble? Would yeah. you find a way to do that? Yeah, no, for sure. You know, I mean, I'm like slowly getting into you know making beats and yeah. like I want to learn oh, DJing snap. and it's whatnot. Now. Yeah, like it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. So oh, that's why that's it's an so experiment. Because cool. right now I just want to see what I'm capable of, what we're capable of, what we can do. You know, with open minds and open hearts. And as this progresses, as more EPs come out and more yeah. things happen, you know, everyone's going to get to see the evolution. Yeah. You know, and I like that. It's exciting. No, because this shows that you're growing as a person <coughs> musically and growing yeah. with the people you're working with. So, like, if it wasn't that, you're going to ACDC your way through life, which will work. Right. Yeah. You're going to you do know. fine. You're going to do fine. <laughs> you know, you'll rock. But, yeah. like, it's good to have change because that's all life is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, what's a uh, speaking of APs? I heard you mention recording some stuff earlier. What's the plan? You got some stuff in action now? So um, I want to put out a small EP like four um, or five early twenty nineteen, okay. like three or four tunes. Okay. Um, that's the plan. You know, recording, talking to people. You know, oh. talking to seeing my options. Yeah. Um, I'd like to record endless. on the twenty first. That'd be cool. Live set. You know, just kind of have that. That'd be cool. Because um, our magic is really when we are live. You know, yeah. it's more spontaneous. Uh, but next year I'm planning, I want to do like three three EPs, three small EPs. Yeah. Kind of just yeah, establish the collective, the people, our sound, what we're capable of at with the full set and what yeah. we can do with the quartet. And really get comfortable and see. And then, just you know, each unit of it. Mm-hmm. making it what it can be and so in that way you can go out and be like this is what you're gonna hear mm-hmm. you know what I mean here's the, yeah. the, the this version you're gonna mm-hmm. get and like right. and just making the most out of that um, creatively as you can mm-hmm. that's, oh man that's, that's awesome. cool man that's yeah really I'm super good. stoked that's awesome thank you well, that's many people no, that's that's I rarely hear you know stuff people you know doing that like that you know laying out your options on what you can do Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's like, really good. Totally, some people yeah. just record an EP, <coughs> yeah. but you, you know, it's ex- experiment. Wanna, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's different like flavors. It's like you're getting salt, pepper, sugar, okay, some brown cumin, sugar, you know, yeah. brown sugar, uh, <laughs> a little bit of honey. Uh, you know, it's, it's, what do you like? What's your taste? <laughs> what do you like? Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel, yeah, I, feel I feel like this went good, man. I agree. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us, Robin. We'll catch you on the 21st. Hell yeah. Yes. See you guys there. Right. Take us out. Out. Ow. Ow.